0: Welcome to The Wonderful World of Dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com.
1: Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance,
0: and today I'm
1: going to be talking with two dancers who are currently on tour with Akram Khan's company, and they are on a worldwide tour starting in Oslo in Norway, heading over to Singapore, London, the States, Canada, and more. And I'm really excited to be introducing Nicholas Rikini, who was born in the Philippines, but grew up and studied dance in France and Greek born dancer, Dennis Alamanos, um, who join us from Oslo. Hi, how are you guys going? Hi, we're
0: well, very good, thank you. Hello.
1: Hi. So you're thank in Oslo you. at the moment, and I'm in London. How are things going?
2: Things go very well. We are. Uh, we had our first performances uh, today. Two performances here in Oslo in Danson's house, and uh, we have six more shows to uh, six more shows to give. And uh, the next shows are coming to that. Uh, Choddes is coming to Wells in London. Lillian Bailey's, and Bailey. so we have a few shows there. So we're very
1: excited. Looking forward to, to the company coming back to London. One of my favorite companies, I have to say, I'm a huge fan. But before we sort of talk more about the company, let's talk about your own dance careers. So tell us how, and I guess, how old were you and why did you start dancing in the first place? If Nicholas, you want to go first and then Dennis?
0: Yes, of course. Um, so I uh, really started training for uh, dance when I was 18 years old, Uh, but I had had been uh, practicing dance since I was eight years old. And I actually started uh, the very first time when I was eight because I was uh, uh, looking through the door and my sister was was doing a dance class and I really enjoyed it. And at some point the dance teacher... Said, uh, why don't you just come in and try out? And I tried, and I really enjoyed it. So I I kept doing it for a few years, but really a uh, for her, for a hobby. And uh, not until when I was 18, actually, I decided to to have a proper training. And I decided it again because of my sister, or well, thanks to my sister, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, she was very interested and she was well, almost in love, let's say, with a pop uh, singer in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sh- we won like a, a, two tickets to do a workshop, a dance workshop with him. So my sister was going to see him and I was going for the dance workshop, basically. And uh, on our way back in the bus uh, from the workshop, my sister told me, you know what? If you don't try to uh, dance and to be a professional dancer, you will really regret it uh, for the rest of your life. And that really said something to me. And uh, as soon as I arrived home, I started to look into uh, professional dance schools. So yeah, that's how I started.
1: It's quite, um, 18 is quite late to, to, to decide to become a professional dancer. Um, was it daunting, um, you know, sort of thinking, well, you know, you're already 18 and you've got to now really think about being become becoming
0: professional? Well, it was, it was, uh quite challenging but when I told my parents uh because my the plan was for me i i really wanted to be a, a, a university teacher in german which is a completely different uh, other thing uh but uh yeah when i decided to do it i really received their support even though they were a bit worried at the beginning and I, of course, I mean, uh, any, any parent I think uh, would be worried about this kind of change because it, it was quite sudden. But uh, they really helped me and they really supported me all the way through. So yeah, I have, I'm, I've been very lucky.
1: Your parents must be very proud, I have to say. Now, Dennis, how, tell us about your journey into dance.
2: Well, yeah, and uh, well, I was saying for me, um, dance was a was a way to research movement so it was just a vessel to research more movement in my body in connection with my mind and spirit as well and so it was always and still is more important to research movement so i started when i was a, when i was a kid in in i started with martial arts i did some karate when i was a kid and i followed some sports like basketball and i did also some acrobatics And then as a teenager, I started doing um, hip hop. I was more, uh, I was very, um, I'd say, I liked a lot Michael Jackson and um, a hip hop style called Mm Crump. Then um, as I wanted to become more and more, uh, I I, I wanted to become professional and I wanted to follow a a certain training and a more specific way of moving my body and learning. So I I joined the school in Athens, the state school of dance in Athens, and then uh, from there I continued and uh, did more contemporary and ballet and uh, some other techniques, and uh, yeah, and they followed followed uh, the journey took me here in uh, working with Akram Khan and performing Des. So this is like in. In few words, that's my my story.
1: It's so both of you have you know been involved in dance since you were really young, but actually you know it wasn't until your late teens where you really decided mm-hmm. to become you know professional dancers. And yeah. as you say, your individual journeys have led you to working with Akram Khan and going on tour with his company. Mm-hmm. What what inspired you to? Um, join his company I mean his work is very specific um as I say I'm a huge fan of his his work and particularly I love um Chotadesh I love all of his work actually I think I've seen everything that's come to London um so what inspired you to join his company
3: um I think I was very uh inspired by as you said it's a such a specific work uh such specific and detailed movement and I think that's the kind of uh, thing that I was really attracted to because uh, over the years before starting working with Akram, I've had the chance to uh, work with other choreographers uh, who were really on uh, paid a lot of attention to the detail of the movement, uh, a great focus also on the, the work that you can do with your arms and with your fingers and with your hands. And I think all this kind of... Uh, Led, led me to to this work and led me to to really get interested into Akram's work and uh, yeah it's it's so precise and sometimes I even think that I the different choreographers I worked with before kind of prepared the prepared me and prepared my body and my mind to work with him and and it's it, it I mean it's it's just a uh, something casual to something that happened like this, but uh, I, I like to think that some somehow something made me work with all these choreographers before working with, uh, with the company.
2: Uh, okay. And for me, it was um, uh, when I started uh, studying contemporary dance, I was lost and uh, also having very mixed feelings. If I, I, did, I wasn't sure if I want to continue studying and, and uh, researching contemporary dance. And uh, I was very lucky that at that moment, uh, Dash uh, Akram Khan's Dash uh, The solo came to Athens Where I was studying And uh, a, f- uh, a friend said to me Oh you have to see this And so I went to the theatre And I you know, watched it And uh, It really motivated me Inspired me to continue dancing And uh, Because it was not uh, It was something For me it was something magical at the moment Because I uh, saw so how, how you can mix things And how you can Talk also about a story in and, uh, and do also many other things in 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 a show, so that inspired me. And from that moment, I kind of like um, re- researching the work of uh, Akram Khan and uh, trying to get uh, more and more information. And I was even more lucky that uh, at uh, some at one point when I was still um, in the school, um, we I was uh, lucky to perform. Um, the, repertoire, the vertical road repertoire uh, for our, um, for the company of the school, and uh, I was even more inspired by that. And then uh, I saw the after a year I saw the audition happening for Chodo Des and I yeah I sent <laughs> I sent my name I said all the info, and uh, here I am now with uh, Nicolas. Here we performed uh, three years together, and uh, yeah, it was it's a nice journey so far. So I really had a very nice time. Exploring the company, doing, doing uh, uh, these two works, very nice.
1: And for, the, for listeners who um, have not come across Akram Khan's work or are looking forward to the company um, and yourselves coming to perform in their cities, could you try and describe, um, in your own words, I guess, and through your own experience, how would you describe Akram Khan's um, work um, and what audiences can expect to see
3: um, I think for this specific work uh, for chotodesh um, I would say you will really see the uh, the journey of how uh, someone fights for his dreams and for his or her dreams and I think it's it's uh, it's a very beautiful work in the sense that it is not only about the dance. Uh, actually, sometimes you actually forget uh, in some scenes that you are uh, watching dance uh, because there is a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of uh, like theatrical aspects mm. to it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh elements that come outside uh, from the stage uh, that, com- uh, that come in uh, with us and kind of um, make the audience forget that it's a solo because uh, the piece is a, is a, is a solo. And uh, so, so it's also a visual, a visual uh, journey, I think, for, uh, for everyone because there is a beautiful uh, animation which we uh, interact with and it's a really beautiful part of the show.
2: Mm, yes, and I have to add to it uh, that uh, especially for children, that there is something for everybody that can come to see it from uh, six years old, from uh, small children, and uh, up until uh, uh, and, and the adults, and uh, they can come to see it. And uh, also, not in one language we did it; but we did it in uh, uh, more languages. That we did six. Languages we did it in French, we did it in Italian, we did, um, we did it in Japanese, and uh, also we had it, we had shows that we had also translated it in subtitles or in, uh, in the partial translation and uh, for other countries as well. And uh, it was a nice experience to be able to perform to, especially to children in those uh, young ages and to see the responses
1: yeah tell us about what the responses have been from the children because <laughs> you know you don't instantly think akram khan children um, you know in terms of an audience so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
3: it's 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 been quite very very interesting because uh, of course on well akram the the akram uh, produced the work and the the direction of the of the piece is actually made by a superb master um, who works uh, for, who uh, uh, works with? Sorry, uh, theater rights. and it's uh, it was amazing to have her on, on this piece because she has this uh, uh, amazing uh, capacity to bring uh, a piece that is not necessarily thought for children uh, into something that the children can really enjoy, and I think she really. Uh, manage to find the right spots and the right moments uh, to talk to the to the children because it's not it's really not an easy thing because we tend I think as adults sometimes we tend to think that uh, we kind of have to make things easy for the children to understand Mm. it but it's really not about this you just have to make the things in a very honest way Mm. because the children are very you 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 can't lie to them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely let you know if they are bored, if they don't like it, and they will definitely let you know if they really like it. And if <clears throat> yeah. you know it, it, their reactions are so uh, spontaneous that you definitely see what what the what the
2: audience is feeling. Yeah, it was also very uh, interesting to get the see the response to get feedback from families mm. that came to see the show. Because uh, the show, inside the show, you can see um, the relationship between a father and a son, um, a grandmother and the grandchild. So it was very interesting to see the family audience um, getting together and seeing the show, and then uh, going out the theater, feeling, um, having all these questions about uh, also the relationship and. uh, What's uh, what's happening between the minds of each other?
1: It's definitely, as you say, a work that speaks to adults, families, children, which is uh, fantastic to be able to bring so many different um, types of audiences together. I'm interested to um, understand sort of what the process was working in the studio on this piece, sort of, you know, as you spend some time Preparing for um, taking this piece on on tour, you said you've been working on this for three years. But tell us about the process you went through in the studio.
3: Yeah, so as uh, I mentioned before, the direction of the uh, of the of the show was assumed by uh, Subak Master, and the choreography uh, we were uh, working also with uh, Jose Argudo, who has been working with Akram for. Uh, for, who had been working with Abram for a long time, and uh, he was actually very close to him for all the tour of Dash, which uh, made him the one of the best, best person to really pass the uh, the the work. And uh, it's it's been very <laughs> challenging as dancers, I think, because uh, the work, of course, is is very. Uh, uh, physically demanding mm. and also because we were exploring a lot of uh, new, it was still a new creation, uh, even though it was kind of a remake, because in the end we, we stayed with half of the material from the, uh, is from the original uh, piece from Dash and half of it is a new material that we created. And it was, and we only had six weeks to do it. So it was quite challenging, I would say, but
2: Still, we managed to have a very great time. Yeah, it's true, and um, very um, well. It's important for the shows also because the piece is still developing uh, while having more and more performances. So, uh, at the moment, we have done around three hundred twenty performances. So, we had a lot of time after the creation period to develop it. throughout the years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine over 320 different performances that you must, you know, do you try and bring something new every time or how do you sort of as artists stay fresh when you're, you know, re-performing the work?
3: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we had the chance to have a great team around and uh, also during the creation and along the beginning uh, of the... Of the tour uh, we had the chance to have uh, Amy Butler uh, as a rehearsal director and uh, she really took care of of the whole uh, development at the very early stages of the tour because I think it was actually quite challenging uh, t- you know you, you have a huge responsibility as a rehearsal director at the beginning of a tour to really make sure that the show is going in the right direction. Mm. You know it's still in early stages, it's still developing, but also, so, so you have to let enough room for it to evolve, but also you have to stay very true to what <clears throat> is the, um, the, the essence of it. So, mm. Uh, it was it was very interesting to do it, and it's it was very good to be working
2: with her. And yeah. still, we have mm-hmm. people coming, and yeah, and this is the challenge for us to go out every time and uh, and feel and perform like it's the first very first time. But uh, for and um, like for example, I had a moment that I was very um, let's say I was very um, uh, I didn't had so much um, motivation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember clearly that we were performing around France, and we were going to places that uh, smaller cities that we had to perform uh, in not in big theaters. And then asked myself, and I gave myself this: um, I said to myself that you know we are here, and uh, kids kids will come, and that kids cannot go to the big theaters, and they cannot see the show in the big theaters, they cannot travel, or they are far. But now this is the moment, this is the opportunity for them to give them this message and pass this message of this show the show uh, gives to the children and to the family audience so every time since then i just say this to myself i get it's all this is all i need to know that uh, every time we go there it's important uh, to pass this message and uh, and uh, it's enough to boost you and give you the energy and also to take you to this um uh level atmosphere that you feel like it's another new show it's a new show it's is the first one, still the first one.
1: It's it's really interesting you say that because, um, you know, you both talked about how you were inspired by um, people that you saw, dancers you saw when you were growing up. And mm-hmm. I, you know, as a, you know, when I was really young and I loved you mm-hmm. know dancing and go, you know, we went to the theater a lot. I still remember some of the performances that I saw as a really young child that have stayed with me forever. And the the impact that you will have on these families and on the conversations and on individuals and on the adults will stay with them potentially for the rest of their lives. And that's, that's quite an extraordinary opportunity to be able to leave such an impression.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an incredible opportunity and that's what we really try to think when we are uh, on stage because... I can remember some of the performances really that really impacted me when I was younger, and I wish I could find the the performers yeah. or the directors and tell them because I was maybe I, I think I was I, I'm, I was too young to remember really what, what I saw and yeah. really who it was and so on. But I really wish I could I could tell thank you because you really inspired me. I had the yeah. chance that I I. I've been very uh, inspired by one of my uh, sport teacher when I was at school, and I had the chance after to invite him to see Ch- Chotodesh and to kind of thank him for all this because mm. it's also because of him that I'm I'm here. Mm.
2: And uh, to add the, to this, it's um, very um, it's great that. Um, uh, all these places we went around uh, Europe, especially Europe, and uh, the places that we went outside of Europe, that they programmed and they scheduled the shows uh, for the kids because when you kid you see you you see things but you don't remember, mm-hmm. but they are um, but they are they are there they are sub- subconsciously they are there yeah yeah so. Uh, it's, it's, it's very nice from those places and all these organizations and the theaters that we went, that they organize all those kids to come. Like, for example, one example is, a nice example is that when we perform in Stratford Circus Theater in mm-hmm. Stratford, that uh, the mayor there, he organized for 4,000 kids to come and see the show. So we have mm-hmm. like 20 shows. Wow. And for free. So. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, so that was it. Was very nice. Like not only this, but also other 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 places we went and we performed for for kids, and the uh, schools came and buses came. Like we we France, we did many performances like this for school audience, and uh, yes, this is this is what uh, that was a, a nice thing, and uh, I hope they will continue doing this.
1: Absolutely, and um, and you know, life on the road must be um, very interesting. Going to different places. Um do you have something that you're looking forward to in the tour you said you're coming to London um to perform at Sadler's Wells Lillian Baylis Studio what are mm-hmm. you looking forward to the most when you come to London
3: um, nice. actually yeah, yeah uh yeah. I mean it's been a long time we haven't been at the Sadler's Wells and at uh, the Lillian Baylis uh so I, I I really have a very good memory good memories from uh, being there because the space is very intimate so it gives the show a very different uh, uh, perspective uh, as a performer I think it's it's very interesting to do it there mm. and yeah it makes it uh, uh, very special it's it's very
2: it's uh, also very special because of um, uh, the it's, uh, it's, uh, because of the Now this is going to finish soon so we're going to have our last performances in Europe and it's going to happen in London, in Salles, in, Lillia, in Lillian Bailey's in Salles Wells. So it's very special for us because all the the companies are going to be around and we're going to see each other for the last shows in Europe and that makes it even more special. Every show is very important, every show is special. Mm. Uh, but after, after Salles uh, Wells, we are going to uh, USA, we're going to perform in, in California, in San Francisco in davis university and uh, after that we're going to go to canada and we're going to perform in calgary in and, and that's uh, and then we're gonna uh, charlie is gonna finish so at least that's the schedule for now yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah that's, uh, that's quite so a schedule
1: isn't it that's a lot yeah. a lot of exciting yeah. cities and yeah. To, yeah, to look yeah, forward yeah. to
2: but, um
1: yeah I was going to ask, um, you know, as you say, Chattadesh is coming to the end of its tour for the moment um, (laughs) after this grand grand tour that you're on. Mm -hmm. Um, You're both freelance dancers um, and I'm interested to 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 talk to you about what sort of life as a freelance dancer, I guess, in terms of, you know, why you chose this path rather than joining, you know, one company. Although you've been with Appcrimes company for three years, what does life look like for you as a freelance dancer? And perhaps, um, uh, Dennis, if you want to start.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, um, one uh, one thing is also very, very important for me is that uh, being freelancers that I have the um, uh, the freedom that I want, and uh, also creating work and choreographing work and uh, dancing in uh, what I create is also very uh, very important for me to do and very um, it takes me to a creative process that I really enjoy. So it's more it's more um, you can say it's more risky mm-hmm. because uh, you always have to research and you always have to. Find the next work and the next uh, uh, show and the next performance and the next collaboration. But uh, I mean, when I first decided in Greece, especially mm. to become a dancer, it was a risk anyway. Yeah, at the beginning. So I'm I'm gonna take it to the end. Yeah, and um, I really enjoy enjoying being a freelancer and uh, looking forward um, after we finish with Chodo other. Days to. To uh, take uh, to go full on and hundred percent on my work, and continue from there.
3: Yeah, I think it's what that's that's uh, the the aspect of freedom that uh, freelancing gives you. Is mm. one of the main reasons that uh, most uh, freelancers do it because uh, really it it gives you the opportunity to really. F- uh, feed yourself with very different kind of uh uh artistic visions and perspectives and it's uh it's the best it's one of the best ways i think to also uh keep growing and evolving as a as an artist also
1: and you mentioned mm-hmm. there um about, Dennis, your choreography. Yes. And, I mean, you guys, you met three years ago. You've been on the road, 320 shows. Mm-hmm. But, but, you, but you also work collaboratively together yes. outside of yes. the Akram Khan company. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Dennis, you're the choreographer, and, um, Nicholas, you do the producing. Is this right? Do you want to talk to me about the projects that yes. you're working on?
2: It's true. This is true, and uh, I'm very excited about very happy about it. Well, um, yeah, we, because we started, we met each other three years ago, and during the, all this uh, the, the period until now, we were uh, in the in-between times that we have big breaks, we're trying to do our work and to try to um, uh, find our way into choreography, I was trying to find my way into choreography and dancing. So I was, I'm, I'm very inspired by the animals, nature and native civilizations. And then I started doing some, some, uh, some works and they start started making a work. And then Nico, Nico was around, and he was making his plans uh, for the future. And then we we came, I asked him one day in, in a breakfast, I maybe it was a breakfast room. We were in a hotel for a, some performance. Maybe it was in France, but I, I'm not sure. Mm. But Anyway, I asked Nico. He was making his class, becoming a producer and uh, managing company. So I asked him, why, 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 why? I mean, we we are we are going well with each other. <laughs> we have a good relationship. We're good friends. So, uh, would you would you like to work together?" And uh, he had a, he had thoughts, and uh, now we are together and doing 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 more more things, and this is very very exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting to to be bringing the. Our
3: friendship to another another level also because um, you know we we've, we've known each other for for now a long like pretty long time and we know each other a lot because we've been on tour so it's not like you just see each other just like three three hours in the day we, we almost live together yeah uh, it's it, and definitely I mean when he when uh, uh, Dennis uh, told uh, told me to to do this project together. Uh, I, I was very excited about it. Of course, I had a thought because also I, I kind of need my process to to uh, to, to make my decisions. But uh, once we started, I mean, and, and now it's going very well. Uh, we have a premiere coming soon, uh, next, uh, next week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about all the projects. Also, we have a new production coming up. Uh, next uh, June, so it's it, it, things are going very well.
1: Fantastic! And Dennis, tell us a little bit about your uh, cho- your choreographic um, language or your movement style. Yeah. What can people expect from your work?
2: Yes. Well, it all started. Uh, yeah, also started around uh, si- since also the beginning of Chorodéas, like three years ago. I started together with uh, Danai Dimitriou. That uh, we're very interested um, on uh, making it well. We started off. Choreo- we wanted to choreography a t- just a ten minute mm-hmm. a duet of te- ten, minute, ten minutes length, and uh, we were inspired by the animals, a lot of the animals, and uh, from from the nature, and because uh, well, we also both uh, vegans. And, uh, we and uh, we try to connect and try to. Uh, make our own activists through our work Mm -hmm. activism through our work so but in in, uh, our way and uh, we want to show the beautiness of this animal the snow leopard and the mountains of Nepal and the Himalayan mountains so yeah we went down and uh, we choreographed this 10-minute version called UNSIA and uh, since then we were did some performances in Greece, and then the, we said, "Okay, let's try to perform also outside of Greece and around Europe." And uh, just recently, we managed to uh, to we joined a competition in Rotterdam, in Holland. Uh, Rotterdam competition for duets, and then we we were um, uh, lucky enough to win the first prize the competition wow. there. And uh, next year, beginning of next year, hopefully, if we schedule it right, it's going to go. Yeah, everything's gonna go well. We're gonna start a new production with uh, working with um, an organization from uh, Rotterdam Theatre, and uh, and also now, as Nico said, is uh, our premiere on the sixth of October in in Bulgaria in Plovdiv, and uh, there we're gonna show the extension of the the duet, the ten minute length duet, which is now fifty minute work called Atma. Okay, and uh, yeah, I mean it would be nice. It would be nice to. See for you to see it. Yeah, see it.
1: well, yeah. I'd love to. My goodness, that would be amazing, yeah. I have to say. Um, I just wanted to finally ask you as well, you know, with this extraordinary journey that you're on um, and you're obviously, you know, still um, progressing your careers and you've got lots of work on and your own projects which are going really well, um, what advice would you have for other aspiring freelance Dancers or freelance creators who are thinking about, as you say, this potentially risky but also very exciting uh, type of um, life and this type of dance life as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. What advice? Yeah.
2: Well, uh, I would like to say that when um, out is. Uh, the time that we live now is that uh, everything happens fast. A lot of information, which is not most of it, not so good as, as mm-hmm. well. So I would like to say, for sure, stay original and try to uh, be yourself all the time. And uh, also, because uh, as I said, all uh, the things happen fast. Don't I would say not to chase um, fame and success. Mm-hmm. Like try to follow follow your uh, own rhythm and try to have your own e- rhythm and. To find your own path and your own steps, and be original, as I said, and uh, be patient, and work work a lot. It needs to work a lot, and work hard, and um, always uh, motivate and be uh, passionate about your work. And if you, even if you have hard times, that's the most uh, important important times to learn, because everybody, when we have a good time and everything goes well that's great. We can have fun we can enjoy it. But what happens when the hard times come? And, yeah. um, because a lot of young artists have a hard time to find collaboration, to find work and to find even space or money or yeah. support. So, but from these hard times, um, grab, grab these hard times and learn and develop from them because that's the moment when the boat is in the, in the, inside the waves and it's shaking a lot. Just that's the moment to, to grow stronger. So, so yeah, uh, I would I would say this and um uh, if you are uh, passionate about your work everything would go well and you will find your also your happiness through through that.
3: Yeah, I would I would just you know, I mean uh <laughs> what uh, Lenny said is is very true and I think it's it's so important for for freelancers and for artists now to really follow these these uh these advices, uh, I personally think you, you, it's very important to do things with your heart. Uh, that's kind of like the little message, the little thing I have written on my computer all the time. Uh, so I remember <laughs> to do oh. it, just, uh, to do it with your heart. Yeah. And also that, uh, uh, consistency or mm. consistency. Yeah, consistency? consistency
1: it
3: is kind of the key of, uh, of the of this of the of the success in a in a way because it's it's uh, as as uh, Denis said you have to be patient and you have to work hard and it has to be something from every day and every moment because uh, it's uh, it's hard there is uh, you, you, you yeah you have to be real so it's it's hard it's it's not an easy uh, industry also. No and uh you have to work hard and make sure that you know you 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 do things with your heart but also you 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 work and give your soul and body to to it um, and
1: yeah, yeah yeah, absolutely. I think you know that's absolutely amazing advice, and as you say it is it is difficult, um, and I know those words of advice will be very encouraging for those listeners wanting to follow into your footsteps. So thank you so much for talking to us. I am so excited to um, see the show when you come to London. And I know that, you know, you're taking or the company is taking, as you say, the tour off to the States and other pieces that are being performed, um, which again, as I mentioned, I loved. Um, So check out Um, Akram Khan's website for the sort of global dates and that's akramkhancompany.net and for the dates for Chotodesh in London at Saddlers Wells go to saddlerswells.com, and they're here from the 18th to the 20th of October. Now don't forget also to follow Nico and follow Dennis. So um, Nico is Instagram is, and you can find this on the website in case you um, don't get the, get this when I spell it. Um, at Living by Nico is Nick's Instagram, and Facebook for Dennis is D A N A E D I O N Y S O S. And I hope that I got that right. But as I say, check the website because it'll be on there, and definitely be able to click straight through in any case. Thank you so much for talking to us, guys. Um, See you soon in London. Thank you
2: very much. A pleasure. Thank you very much. See you soon.
0: Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.